Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin', Banny people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants. We are the bosses of the hoop department at PullTabSports.com. Make it your homepage. I am Jordan, Tornado Jally Alamat. That's Nate. Oh, I got a brown hat with a smiley face. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a trucker. All's Durvin over there is Brandon. Brandon Beck. You were supposed to be Jordan the bad take ever, Alamat. I'm not a bad take ever. I, well, of course you would say that. Bad taker. Okay, name, me, name six bad takes I've had. Six gotta, of them. I got to pull yeah, up the yeah. message because we literally did this in the group chat. There's only two. And I, I confessed to some, but they actually changed. Like, I, before I met you guys, way back in middle school, I oh, carried a torch okay. for Kyle Loesch, and he was a great pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Go on. <laughs> the, the bad take ever thing originated from the fact that you said you don't like the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that is a, nah. That's a monumental nah. bad take. I think their fans suck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there go all our the fans. Man, they're all sassy on Twitter. Nah. They're not sassy They're so on sassy Twitter. on Twitter. I don't think any of them are. I think you're reading Bring Me the News comments again. You gotta stop. You know I what it is? you're mad because they thought that the Sack Jones thing was about them. No, no, no. I, you know what I'm, I'm, it's I'm, the I'm mad beam. about? He hates the beam. I'm fine with the beam. I think the, the beam, beam is kind of cool. cool. Nah. I don't like how they're a young, scrappy team. Kind of like how we were a young, scrappy team last He's year. He's jealous. And everyone is on their knees for the Kings, where it's like, oh, fuck the Timberwolves. I, t- I told myself I wasn't going to swear this episode, but that didn't go very well. <laughs> but last year, like, oh, screw the Timberwolves. We don't care about the Timberwolves. Boo the Timberwolves. It's like, what do we need to do? Like, what's the problem? Just reveal the bias, I, and it makes me mad. And I, 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 I project like to, that onto the Kings. I would just like to say. Yes. Nobody said that about the, nobody hated the Timberwolves yes! last year. What? It's just that they weren't favored in their series. That's because no. they were the seven seed and yeah, the Kings are the three the seed. seed. No, no, the no, Kings no. are just better than the Timberwolves That's fine. last year. And I'm fine with that. But like the whole like, oh, look at the story of this team working together and look at the vibes. Wow. It's like... No, I'm not going to say that. That was exactly what people this were feels, talking about with the Timberwolves not last what they year. Feels no, this, this feels is, straw, Manny. This is, just, this is national media bias and it's been going on for, for, for freaking ever. The Kings are the three seed. Yeah. They're being they're the Kings are better than the Timberwolves. against in a series. Nah, fucking the Go Kings Warriors are, are better. Golden State, that's my squad. Uh, let's see what else we got to talk about. What else we got to talk yeah, about? You hate you hate sassy Twitter fans, and you like you love the most entitled fan you base know what? outside that's of the Jally, Jally Spider Man meme <laughs> yeah, yeah. pointing at other at other accounts. How dare you have a I have polarizing opinion? Two people I love that I worked with in radio are from the Bay Area, so I just adopt it because they held my career in their hands for a little bit, so I had to like the Warriors. <laughs> just because the Kings don't have any fans because they've been terrible forever. Nah, first round exit. Can't wait. I'm praying for the downfall. Uh, we're not talking about the Kings. We're not talking about the Warriors. We are talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, we oh. took a while to get to that because we... I'm not sure we want to talk about it. Frank, it's not been to. so long. The last episode we recorded was before they beat the Kings on the road. What? It was right after... Was it, really? it was oh, right after the Golden State game where Cat hit the three and we were like vibes through the yeah. roof. Oh, and then that, that, night, that right. night they beat the Kings and it was like we're coming for the yeah. championship. Uh, and well, so much has so happened. Much Jake Scraps had that happened. nice beam tweet that they, they lit at Aurora Green in honor of the Wolves. Yes. They've, they lost Portland since we last recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. I do not even know where to begin. So we'll, we'll, dice, we'll 
try and discern the vibes. We'll dissect the vibes, which is a tall task given a team that can either win the championship or be the worst team ever on a given night. We will go over the... the Win the championship is quite a stretch. No, 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 no. <laughs> on any no. given night. <laughs> Fear's the mind killer, dude, don't you know? And then we'll also go through the playoff picture. And since there's three of us, that's enough to get deciding votes. So we'll be democratic about it and we'll vote Ooh, on who we think will vote. win each uh, matchup we'll and find we'll- a... F- Vote sack. Vote sack. Vote sack. I feel like I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the swing vote on either because you guys have opposite polarizing opinions on things. I'm pretty moderate, so we'll see. No, yep. Yeah. This guy oh, this guy stands for nothing, so you'll fall for anything over here. Uh this guy stands for uh Jimmy's dips, don't you, Durf? Oh, I stand all day. Jimmy's dips, all right? It's slaw season, baby. Yes. Durf, you're the slaw king. I'm the slaw king. I eat all of it. Can't keep my hands off of that slaw. Okay. That's a weird way to eat it. There's three types. Original, pineapple, and fat-free. Uh, don't sleep on the slaw. It deserves a place at the table. Little known fact. The Last Supper, you look really closely. Jimmy's Dips <laughs> coleslaw is right next to uh, Mark. Oh, wow. that's what that was. Yeah. I thought it was James Dips back then. That's such a good theological joke. <laughs> that's so good. They actually dude. called James Jimmy back then. That's, yeah, that's right. He was there. He's the founder. They don't know this, but <laughs> the disciple James, is the, Jesus called him Jimmy. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> they were close. They were like first name, nickname basis. Um, you know, crazy thing. I went to the place where Jesus was baptized on my trip to Jordan. Yeah. Right. It's on the Jordan River. And I'm like, what's that smell? Jimmy's coleslaw. <laughs> wow. They had a vendor it. there? Amazing. No, no, no. The river. Oh. The river was coleslaw. They got that thick water. Okay. I was like, these paintings aren't accurate at all. <laughs> also, Jesus is a white man. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Um, find Jimmy's coleslaw at Cub or Hy-Vee. They got the, the coleslaw, the salad dressings, and the de- and the dips. Don't you be messing with my dressing. <laughs> Did you make that, that up? Pretty no, good. they gave you that? No, it's the talking points, but I really wanted to hit it home. It's pretty good. Don't Oh, you be messing with my dressing. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, we have to do the show now. Can we this just is the most the off the rails we've been we just, before the vibe. Can vibes we just skip ever. to the next ad read? Okay, this show is brought to you by Duke Cannon, baby. Take your hair and hygiene. And I'll never like it. it. Um, okay, since we last recorded, we talked about how we beat the freaking Warriors and the Kings. We lost the Portland Trailblazers. And then Rudy Gobert punched Kyle Anderson in the middle of the game. And then we came back and won. It punched him to victory. Uh, the Wolves lost a heartbreaker to the Lakers. During, Jane McDaniels punched a wall. And then Jane McDaniels yeah, punched a concrete did. wall. I forgot about that. Um, we lost a heartbreaker to the Lakers due to scoring zero points in the second half. Couldn't believe it. Record, yeah. And then they destroyed the Thunder to secure the eighth seed. And then um, after playing three games in one week, they got destroyed by the well-rested Nuggets who have the back-to-back MVP and who also play in altitude in game one of the playoffs. And also Rudy Gobert's back does not work. So All the weed in the air to all the, the weed in the air. High as shit. So basically, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, my question to you guys is, what do you make of the last two and a half weeks since we recorded? How are the vibes? Who should start? Let's go Brandon. It Let's was go last Brandon. Time. Brandon, start us off. Guys, I my vibes personally, I don't know if this is actually the vibe on Twitter. I think people are kind of mad after the last game. My vibes are relieved. What does that mean? Um... We'll talk about the Nuggets series later. Spoiler alert, I don't think they're going to win the Nuggets series. I don't think the Nuggets series is going to be particularly close. Yeah. I thought that before yesterday's game. I've been saying that for months, that I don't think Denver is a good matchup for them. I'm relieved because 
they got into the playoffs. The pick they're sending to Utah is not going to be in the lottery. And for this offseason, we can just relax. And this miserable season is going to be over soon. Yeah. Well said, Durf. Real no, Brandon. Real fatalist vibes from Brandon. But I, I mean, like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's just. <clears throat> I get what you mean. I think I think objectively at this point, unless they pull, like, maybe they pull a rabbit out of their hat and they beat the Nuggets. And that would be great That's and euphoric and all of that stuff. But. The season is pretty much a failure, and it's not going to be a failure because they lose a series to the Nuggets. It, it's a failure because of everything that's happened before this. But by beating the Thunder on Friday, they avoided disaster. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just a bad season now, and there's not this doomsday 1% chance that lottery night's going to show up and the first time the Timberwolves have ever moved up by that much in the lottery, they just get the first overall pick and send Victor Wembenyama to the Jazz. I think it's just now at this point, like, yeah, it's a good pick going to the Jazz, but it's not going to be in the lottery. It's going to be the 16th yeah, pick. Yeah, Shabazz Muhammad. Yeah, and I like I said, I don't think they're going to win the Denver series. I think it would be nice if they could put up a fight. Um, but... I just don't really know how much more this team has left in the tank, especially with no Nas or Jaden. Like they're just yeah. so much bigger. Than we have us. no bench. Yeah, and so we well <clears throat> we can save that um, yeah, 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 for more. Uh, like I said, this is just kind of a playing the Nuggets, who I think are the best team in the Western Conference because for a full season they. I thought been, you thought the best team was the Kings because you were riding them to climax. I, I think the Kings are very good. I don't think they're as good as the Nuggets. Um, that's their penalty for just not taking care of business yeah. at the beginning of the season. All the losses to below 500 teams, all the blown 10-point leads, all that stuff adds up, and that just kind of gets us to the point where we are. And like I said, I'm just glad that they didn't lose that game to the Thunder because then we'd have to deal with the discourse of that pick being in the lottery and like the existential dread of that coming up. Yeah. Um, I would like to just like punctuate this with a positive note though. Uh, I would die for Mike Conley. Mike Conley is my favorite <laughs> Timberwolf of all time. <laughs> Mike Conley. I tweeted this yesterday. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time to 2007, trade up to fourth, draft Mike Conley and sign him to a 20 year contract. Yes. We had the seventh overall pick that year. Do you know who we drafted? I would. Was that? Uh, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. Wow. I just knew he went seventh for some yeah. reason. Um, I would, if I had a time machine, I would go into the future to get whatever formula they have to give you internal life. And then I would come back and I would give that to Mike Conley now because I want him with his 36-year-old brain. Yeah, but he he kind of had that brain when he was young too. Yeah, I just would like, now a, it's I would like a Mike Conley that can play 40 minutes. 40 minutes instead of 32 minutes. Yeah, but that wasn't Daddy Conley. That was like... Youth Conley. I he want kinda always He's always had this energy, though. He was a dad when he was born. Yes, he was born, born a daddy. <laughs> he just I, comes out with a full beard. I, Some of us are just born did. daddies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you played with Greg Odin. <laughs> In college, I know. That's oh, crazy. they did. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Greg Odin was the first overall pick. Yeah, I remember that. I was looking at that draft. It went Greg Odin, Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant. Um, someone else good, third overall. Um, Dario. Mike Conley. <laughs> and the fifth overall pick. Playing against the Timberwolves in this series, 
Jeff Green. Yep. Wow. Yeah. 18 Good years. Good for Jeff. 16. Every now That's and That's the same number. Nope. So. It's two less. <laughs> okay, this guy knows numbers. I love every six months when Jeff Green puts up an old man, just hammer. He just gets up still. And <laughs> he, you can tell he's he jumping. He bold looks from three yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. Clanked straight up and hit the Raptors. Durf, how are the vibes? Tell um, me everything. I will say adjacent to relieved. Um, I don't know. Uh, a synonym to relieved. You pick. I'll let you pick. Hang on, but, hang on, hang on. Yeah, pull up, pull up the uh, Webster's. Um, glad, thankful, grateful, pleased, happy, comforted, cheered, oh, reassured, put at one's ease. Oh, there Easy, we go. Put it one's ease. The vibes are put at one's ease. <laughs> um, yeah, your points are great. I think that the vibes on Twitter are bad because fans are sad, but also the memes are phenomenal right now. Mm -hmm. The memes and gifts are hitting. And if there's one thing I know about Minnesota fan bases, it's that we turn our pain into laughter, laughter. And so there's plenty. <laughs> That's why we're so funny because there's if so you're a meme much lord, pain. Right? Yeah, <laughs> if you're a meme lord account, that you're feasting right now. Um, thank you, Kai. Yeah, thank you, thank Net you Kai. Huncho yep. J Man. Who else is pronouncing shredders? Uh, Zach. Zakunia, he's got the Nas Reed City oh, Edition. Yeah. Yes. So, yep. Um, yep. DoseNet Live. DoseNet Live has been on fire. Who um, else? Uh, I, uh, Timberwolves Brasilia. Um, <laughs> that one is unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> they are unstoppable. They, re uh, they retweeted one of my tweets recently. It was, I was very they? honored. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. You're international. Um, but yeah, I, we can save a lot of the specifics for the breakdown of the game. Yeah. But it's, I, I guess. I caution, I see two, there's very two, or two very there's polarizing, very two. polarizing um, sides I see on Twitter, which is the vi moral victory side, which is just complete, like, we're not going to win the series. It's totally fine. It's not a big deal, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's discounting people's, it's like you root for this team all year. Don't demean that, like, let them mourn how they mourn. But then there's the other side that is total masochism. Like the world is on fire. Beck, most of the season really is what I'm <laughs> I think you've been I, pretty level-headed. No, no, no. He, he is. Level -headed he is. Too. No, no, no. I, no, I'm just kidding about your, like, <laughs> on, I did, on, on Suicide I did say, Watch every I time did, that they... I did say in the group chat uh, in the morning of yesterday, I was like, yeah. me this morning, house money from this point. I'm just <laughs> glad we got in. Me during the fourth quarter tonight. If they don't score on this possession, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> it's, but so to my point, there's that. That is one polar side. And then there's the side that's like that we were never going to win. It's totally fine. It's we're just happy to be here. And yeah. I think there's I think most people fall in the middle ground. And I I want to normalize that because I think that there's way, moderate over here. Stands for nothing, falls for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> sorry, keep going. And um, no, I just think I just think that there's I think that because of Minnesota basketball being the way it's been for the past 20 years, yeah. there's a lot of mixed in NFL fans that are used to watching a sport that is a one game. Every game is a one game playoff. There's no series. You can get lucky and just win the Super Bowl. That's not how basketball typically is. It's much more averaged out and the better team wins out over a series. And so I want to remind people that 
it sucks to your point Beck. like yeah it's a failure but that doesn't mean that good can't come from this you're building towards next year you're trying to see what you got we're testing some of the big lineups there are there are story arcs in the series we're testing them we are certainly <laughs> testing them we're seeing why you should elevate luca garza and not have nate knight be your backup uh um anyway. or sign pat bev all that just all that to say is it's not cut and dry people on twitter that are all listening to this podcast right now all 100 of them yeah love all right. them all right over to you um, I, will, I just want to say, I was going to ask how your Vikings fandom informs his opinion, but you just took it there by yourself, yeah, and I'm so proud of you. Like, What's going on? It's like we're co-hosting friends. Yeah, What's up? Yeah. Um, okay. In my opinion, I think the vibes are completely indiscernible. I have no idea what's going on, and I'm so scared. <laughs> on one hand, you know, we're a beat-up team. We're shorthanded. We have, we're missing energy guy and defensive player of the year guy. So that would really help against this, against the Nuggets. We're coming in against a one seed who is well rested and employs, like I said, the back to back running MVP. Rudy Gobert cannot jump, uh, and we don't have our uh, we don't have our plus minus king anymore. J Mac got monstered. Yeah, the monster stole his yeah. talent, <laughs> and like we got massacred. I think we should have seen this coming, given just like the rope has run out. Right, we've we've come back from many down circumstances but this is it we have seven players that we can play maybe six playable people mm-hmm. um but what makes me very mad and what puts me on the negative side is that the circumstances do not matter and the details do not matter i don't know if you guys know but i'm very swayed by the national media discussions around our team and what? like i just get so sad that after like cat's great game and like a pretty composed return from injury where he's not whining that much or he contains it pretty well and he's been playing well. Uh, none of that matters anymore. The media will crucify him again, per usual. They'll crucify Ant with the Donald Trump, turn off the lights <laughs> meme. They're going to hit him with that in big time. And despite the fact that I'm yelling about Rudy all the time, and I, you know, I went pretty far in both directions on Rudy Gobert, uh, everyone's going to say like, oh man, he sucks. He's the worst, blah, 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 blah. When he can't move, and I don't want to call this experiment a failure, until like two and a half seasons, given the circumstances. I think this season it's kind of like... I don't know if it's going to make it two and a half seasons. I don't know if it's going to Maybe either. two and a quarter, but not If this half. is NBA 2K and you could simulate, I'd simulate it for two and a half seasons. But that takes about 10 minutes. Um, I just don't I just don't know. I see the tightrope they're walking where they're trying to do like both timelines, both Kat's timeline and Ant's timeline at the same time. And I see the vision and it's so bold and I, I appreciate the swing. For as much shit as I give Tim Connolly, I go, damn, like there are moments where this really works. And then there's moments where it absolutely just <laughs> does not work at all. And like, I think I just, that's weighted far more heavier in just, my eyes. And the it just sucks that we can't size. see what he's doing in a vacuum. Yeah. Because that's not how real life works. It's just yeah. too many variables, too many. Yeah. Things. But I wish it was a clean study, but yeah. you know, but I'm kind of galaxy braining it right now. I, that's just where I think, I think about the future and I think about like the idea of what it could be. It's kind of like my D'Angelo Russell syndrome. I can see what he can be. And it's so intoxicating. I think the experiment is intoxicating. So I guess my answer is the vibes. I have no idea. They're more on the negative side, but also I'm happy. Like you said, Brandon, that we got in and we were able to avoid that part of the national yeah. discourse. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to handle it. So um, let's move on and let's, we have four questions mapped out for this. Um, what went well in the two playing games? I think there's a lot to parse out there. Um, we'll talk about the Nuggets matchup. It's not going to be good. Um, <laughs> any potential silver Spoilers. linings? And then uh, what do the Wolves need to do to not be embarrassed again? We'll talk about those four things. So what went well in those two play-in games? Um, can I kick this off? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you I think Cat uh, was decisive and aggressive. He was thinking quick, and it led to very good things. You know, the first two and a half quarters of the Lakers game, and then 
all of Oklahoma. He was just boom, 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 boom. Even the first quarter of the Nuggets game, very quick. His passes, this little bit, the behind the head thing, was looking very good for a quarter. Um, and also Mike Conley being 30% more trigger happy and more aggressive offensively. I really like the way the offensive looked, that. The offense looked when Mike Conley was 30% more. How did you miss that? Yeah, just, I'm just speaking last game when he took oh, five yeah, shots. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, so those are the two things that stood out to me. I think those are the, the at least what I was looking at. But also I love Cat and Mike Conley and I always watch them when they're on the floor. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest takeaway from both playing games for me, like you said, it's Cat. Um, despite the despite the national discourse around like like the the Wolves had a legendary power outage in the fourth quarter of that game to the point where if they literally make one shot yeah. in the last six minutes, they win the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Cat contributed a lot to that because he picked up that fifth foul. And so he he toned back the aggression because he didn't want to foul out of the game. Um, but like you said, leading up to that, um, he was playing one of the best games he's ever he's played, ever played mm-hmm. on a huge stage. And I don't know, he doesn't do himself any favors because he commits a lot of really stupid fouls. Like the one where he just like charged in from the perimeter and bowled his shoulder into LeBron was just like stupid. Mm-hmm. And this- but when Aaron Gordon does it, it's a Bleach Report <laughs> highlight. Yeah! Fuck out of here, dude. I hate it so much. The stupid, the stupid, like the stiff arm to Bando's throat was just stupid. That like, seemed yeah. personal. He just, he, he commits like, he, he commits like, like three or four just obvious stupid fouls a game. So he gives himself no room for error yeah. on the benefit of the doubt stuff. But it also just kind of bugs me how he's just held to this standard of, Sure, you can't like quibble with a lot of the calls that go against him, but he has to be so perfect mm-hmm. to to get the benefit of the doubt of the whistle. So I think about the fifth foul he picked up on Anthony Davis. And once again, if we we're going to compare this to the Nuggets game, the way that Jokic just like discarded him, unbelievable, in the second quarter yesterday um is just kind of the same thing and I'll I'll acknowledge Cap probably fouled Anthony Davis on that play. Yeah. Cap wasn't in good position on that play. But Cap wasn't in good position. And Anthony Davis, as a result of that, probably fouled him before Cap fouled Anthony Davis. Because this is the free throw one you're talking about, right? Where he fell over? The one, yeah, the one where so Cat's not in good box out position. Yeah. But then Anthony Davis like slides under, like grabs him by the hip and slides underneath him and just puts him in this awkward position where they're both falling down. And so Cat just catches himself on Anthony Davis, which, stupid, don't grab Anthony Davis and pull him down. But, like I said, we we look at other guys and they don't have to be that perfect. And a play like that, where the the rebound went the opposite direction, that just feels more like a play on to me in a playoff atmosphere with the with a team's best player and his fifth foul, like we don't see that get called on other guys. Like I said, Nikola Jokic two days later just discarded Cat yeah. and threw him to the ground and it was just nothing. So I, I think that kind of bugs me, but don't put yourself in that position by committing the That's stupid fouls yeah. earlier yeah. in the game. Um and there also has to come a point where you just need to throw caution to the wind. Because the thing, 
I've, I have this take that foul trouble is is kind of a myth. Um, Hang on. <laughs> well, <laughs> he doesn't believe you can get fouled out. Well, no, no, no. You actually can get unlimited fouls. Well, no, they no, don't no, want no, you no. to know that, but no, you can no, get no. as many Up, as down, you want. Left, no, so right, here's, right. Here's my point. Here's my point, okay? Yes. Cat yes. missed. Cat sat out of that game at different points, and the Lakers got back into it because Cat was, quote-unquote, in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Cat finished the game with five fouls. You only know, you only get the maximum out of a guy if he fouls out of the game. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they they sat Cat. They sat Cat with his fifth foul. The Lakers, like, stormed back into the game. And sure, they had Cat available for crunch time. But maybe you don't need crunch time if you just throw caution to the wind and you're like, play till you foul out. Mm Because then you get the maximum amount of Cat minutes. Maybe you put the game away with four minutes to go yeah. instead of the Lakers continuing to chip back into it. so Which we maybe do if we have Nas Reed. Nas Reed, damn it. <laughs> in this like playoff environment, um, I understand like the crunch time minutes are super important and they were just so bad yeah. when Cat was off the floor in that yeah. game. Um, but that's a lot of negative talk about Cat. Um, if we move forward to the Thunder game, uh, Caveat, small team, no center, but just like brilliantly attacked the mismatch. Yeah. Um, Really pressed the size advantage, which is super encouraging because if you're going to try to be the biggest team in the NBA, you need to play like the biggest team in the NBA. And for a one game sample size there, they really did. Um, That's kind of an extreme of extremes, like biggest team of the NBA versus... Smallest team in the well, NBA. They were six nine. They started a guy like, like six, a nine, six at center, nine rookie at center. Yeah. Um, and like the backup center is Dario Saric. But the counter to that is the small team can kill you in transition, and they didn't let that happen because they really yep. pressed that advantage um size wise. And I think Cat played, given the circumstances, the best game of his career Whoa. in that in that game. Um I mean, wow. as far as what about the Spurs game? <laughs> Well, that game 60. just didn't. That game just didn't matter as uh, much. Ah, you talking about the lights and the stage? Um, yeah, and that's that's something I also kind of wanted to talk about. Is it's been up and down offensively. Like the fit stuff has been weird. Rudy and Cat together still doesn't really work, um, and that's concerning. And it's we can't really get like Cat and Ant going at the same time at any point right now. But uh, in Cat's. Favor since he came back from the calf injury, I just want to make sure we're acknowledging that I've been really impressed with his demeanor and composure. Yep, which is a huge flaw so in Cat's game. Yeah. And through even the tough games, Cat has done a really good job not blowing a fuse at the refs. I mean, Cat committing that fifth foul in that Lakers game in years past is a recipe for him blowing his top, and he didn't. Automatic tech. Um. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's that's. Uh, really like good for him yeah i hope that can continue durf do you have any uh play-in game uh, my my, my notes for for it were that cat did good <laughs> that's so yeah. well said i mean it's the same so thing well we said. like yeah. there's a, there's a very to, clear yeah. size advantage and we took we yeah. took yeah we, we, have, to, we have to talk about nah though too yeah, well, um, oh yeah, that was game. that was amazing. That um, was so fun to watch. It's nice to see that come to fruition because like we were pretty high on Nah. We're like, you know, yeah, as yeah. is everyone. It's it's Minnesota wait, wait, fans. Wait, real, real quick, I want to hear it. I want to hear it from his mouth. Who was the one that decided that Nah? 
was going to start that game. There's somebody, was, the, somebody uh, in charge. I, I think. think it was a guy named uh, Tim Connolly. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody who's been mentioned a thousand times yeah. on this show. I'd also <laughs> just like, I'd also just like to point out when when the trade went down and we did our little gnaw preview segment. I told you guys that. I didn't believe in the shooting, and I thought he could still be impactful without the shooting. And you were right. And I was right, because he's still not a very yeah, good shooter, yeah, but I was told and he's you, remained very impactful. I was told you can't argue hypotheticals, <laughs> and we were talking about future output, and that's a hypothetical. Yeah. So. But uh, going, going <laughs> back to no, just a terrible, I, I, terrible I, I, argument. I'm saying we can't argue hypotheticals in hindsight. We can't talk about anything that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> we can, this we is can too existential. Hypothetical future <laughs> things. No, it's not. It's hypothetical. I was so stoked to see Nah. That was get so the fun, nod, dude. the nod, yeah. uh, and just to see him, just like just a hustle guy. Because now that J Mac absolutely blows, who who's worried about J Mac? Okay, by the way, okay, like uh, we have a guy that his can set soul the pace. Died somehow. I don't uh, know. Something apart him. Make him gone. a coach. Make J Mac a coach. I have a. I, I would. Hang I heard, on. Hang on. Hang on. Nah. Let's talk about Nah. We're, we're jumping around. All right. Fine. It's just nice to have a spark plug again because my not is going to be the spark plug, but he is nineteen. And does not, I don't think he knows any of the plays. I don't He's think he understands still. any terms that Finch says yet. Um, J Mac is ass. Um, so Nas is like our energy guy. And when he's on the floor, and pushing it, you can yeah. feel it. And everyone follows suit. He's kind of like a Vando. He's like a Pat Bev. He's like a freaking, you know, one of those types. Yes. Interesting, interesting that you bring up Vando because I actually have this in my notes. Huh. Um, obviously, I think we're to the point now with how well he's played in these big games um, where it feels like he's like a priority to bring back in the offseason as a restricted yeah. free agent. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at Vando as like a decent comp for him um, for as, for as, as far as contract goes. So like Vando as a restricted free agent who had who had shown some stuff but hadn't ha made that leap where he jumped into the starting lineup last season. Yeah. Um, Vando got three years for $12 million as a restricted free agent. And if, if Nikhil Alexander-Walker would sign on for three years, 12 million. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, that's a great contract, yeah, that's a great contract for a guy that I think can play. What is he? 24. He's so he's, I think he's 25. So he's, 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 no, he's, he's 24. Okay. So he's, he's in, he's kind of in the Jaden and Ant timeline. So no, that's another young guy. And you can absolutely develop him. Put him next to Matteo Spagnolo when he comes up for the wall. You, My you can absolutely develop wow. him. And Ali loves the European white guys. Uh, yeah. The uh, draft and stash. A, a domestic white guy. Get him out of here, Austin <laughs> Reeves. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. But the nice thing about Nas is that you can, you can develop him into like a nine to 10. And three points a game. It's sustainable. <laughs> That's all we need. Um, I, I just I loved it, and I, I appreciate Finch riding the high of of non starting him. Yeah. But uh, it's got to be TP just from the size. Uh, that's a good segue into the Nuggets. Um, TP has been terrible, he's been very bad, dude. but at least he can box out. You can put a so, you can put a butt on someone. That was actually something I have in my in Love my. That. That's what they say. Put a butt on someone. In TP? my Denver preview, you put notes. him on a butt. <laughs> God, this is such a weird um, episode. It is very weird. I love it. I have, I actually have a thing. So one big key, I think, to the Denver series is they just have to find an eighth guy yeah, who can absolutely. play. Say um, it. Say it. Well, say it. Was, before say before it. we get to that point, I was also going to say the the Jaden Nas thing really exposes like some of the depth where you just get like a little too deep. TP has been so bad yeah. to the point where if they were full strength, 
I don't think he would be playing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's just so essential because of how thin they are. But like in that OKC game, the only time it really started to look like a game was when Nikhil Alexander Walker sat down, TP had to guard Shea and Shea just cooked yeah, him was, five yeah. possessions in a row. Yeah. Um, last night's game, I don't think that any one player is to blame for what happened. Every, I think it was total wrong. system failure, but he lost Michael Porter Jr. on like three straight back cuts. Um, and so they just, they need more out of TP, but wow. they also need to find... I, I, I looked at the stat sheet. I didn't notice this before, but TP did not hit a shot yesterday. Yeah, yeah TP was, TP was terrible. terrible. I thought he scored. He didn't even score. No, he was he was horrible. Oh, my gosh, and, But, TP. like, even on off- offense, like, that'll come and go. He's a role yeah. player. The defense was so bad. It was terrible. And it's been bad for a couple games now. Which is a bummer because he was a scrapper for a little bit there. Like, he, I mean, he he's still Africa. a scrapper. I just don't think he's that good of a defensive player. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. He's without Jaden without Jaden McDaniels, he's forced up the pecking order yeah, defensively, yeah. and he's just not really equipped for that. Um, but yeah, they do need to find an eighth guy. Um, Say it. I don't think it can be Jordan McLaughlin. Um, Say it. Actually, I before we get to that, I someone I think I think it was Britt. It might have been Jace, where they were talking about Jordan McLaughlin and kind of the the monsters stealing his talent thing that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> they brought up an interesting point that I don't know if you can actually statistically prove this out, but I think it's kind of an interesting take. Um, the yin and yang of Jordan McLaughlin and D'Angelo Russell, you wonder how much that contributed to Jordan McLaughlin's value where it's like D'Angelo Russell is playing like this slow paced in and out cat and mouse game. And then Jordan McLaughlin comes in and just like in a split second, you're like injected with all this pace and Mm. this frenetic energy and everyone's flying around. Now you're playing with Mike Conley and then Jordan McLaughlin checks in and he's just worse Mike Conley. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, what if Mike Conley was right-handed and couldn't shoot? (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like that player. Um, And he's so, but to, I just think, that's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting because like the defense, it's a totally different look. Yeah, and it, it just benefits the offense to have. And I wonder if that's that why and no Nas really that like sucks. That yeah. the yeah. the Nas J Mac chemistry is a big thing because I feel like when we'd see them on, we'd see those lineups with them both out on the court. It's like J Mac can bring the ball up, and you know D Lo can can sometimes yeah. knock down a shot. So you you like he kicks it out to him in the corner, whatever. But now Conley Conley's bringing up the ball, and for some reason J Mac spotted up in the corner, clanking threes every Don't time because no one's it. guarding him. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, it is a really weird dynamic where it's like more of the same. Do we wish for a? Jalen, I was kind of happy to see Jalen. I I think he's the guy to get the next look. He played really well in garbage time. Yep. Yeah. Last night, um, he hit a three. He hit a couple threes. I think he hit three threes. I just saw the one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I turned it off. Yeah. But he, well, he hit one early. He hit yeah. one in the second quarter yeah, too, that was nice. and he hit when a couple, the game at least one in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> um, but he looked good in garbage time. I think he's the logical next guy to get a look. Although, man, you are asking to get beat on a lot of backdoor cuts when Jokic has the ball with space cadet mm-hmm. Jalen Noel yeah. guarding someone. <laughs> um, I don't know if there are really good answers. I hate to say this. I think that Austin Rivers is going to play on I'm Wednesday. Fine. As long, I'm fine with that. Dude, he's so he's bad. He's so bad. <laughs> I was really hoping. Uh, there was a moment there where I was like, hang on. 
Our friend's back? <laughs> he's, I had to fire off one more. He's slower, J-Mac. I think, um, personally, I think that they should just go for it with Minot or Wendell Moore. Like, one of them. As the yes. lower seed, as the eight seed playing the one seed, <laughs> you really shouldn't be trying to find competence. Which is, that's what the J-Mac... And the Austin mm-hmm. Rivers. You want to swing. Like the Austin Rivers J-Mac things are like, these are veterans. You know what you're Who getting. I think are reliable and I know aren't going to make mistakes. Uh, like Minot or more are, Minot and more are more of like, a, we're just leaning into variance. Yeah. Where it's, you have Josh no Minot idea. could come in and it could be an unmitigated disaster for two minutes, but it could also just be like two minutes of the wildest, craziest, quick Effort. six points, offensive rebounds. And maybe you just like find something in that, but you don't have that much to lose no. because you're just so much worse. Deploy all your than the nuggets. Yeah. Deploy everything you got. I think oh, um, Wendell's a little bit small. La- lawnmower yeah. gif. You'll never yeah. know if you try, unless you try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Mike anymore. Um, I mean, I would actually... I know we all love Josh Minot. I would give the nod to Wendell Moore first. You've just got more invested in him. He's your first round pick. He has played in big games. I mean, he mm-hmm. went he went to the Final Four. What's his size though? I worry Duke, about his size against like a Michael Porter Jr. or something. That's what I mean, he'd he probably match be, up. He'd probably be guarding more of like a Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray, Contavious Caldwell Pole, Murray's a Christian big Brown. Murray, he's not he's, well, like, he's, he's like 6'4". He's, he's got a nice chest. Are you kidding me? Murray's got a nice chest and back. And I saw a video once. Wendell, he has a... Wendell, Wendell Moore is not... Yeah, Wendell Moore is not small. He's 6'5", He seems skinny because he's young. You guys missed my Jamal Murray blowjob video joke. And you didn't even acknowledge <laughs> it. You didn't say just video. And I was like, you, t- you tweeted that? <laughs> no, you Maybe missed my joke. One. I was saying he's say nice. Again, say no, I said, Jamal Murray, he's, a, he's, a, he's big, right? He's got a nice... He's got good pecs, good back. I saw a video once. He's got a nice... And you guys went right over it nah dude i'm mad okay <laughs> no, that's pretty good <laughs> um they suck the air right out of the show it's <laughs> like the only thing it's uh, it's always mind. great when someone misses a joke and you're like no no no, no, no we guys. need to go back to dude, this that, joke. that joke sucked the air out of the out of the show like the way that girl sucked the life out of jamal murray on instagram it's like the air out of everyone following him on twitter for like oh 20 God, minutes yes. should i censor um, that or no are we at that point? Where we I, I mean, it, I we're, we're just, it, it happened. Yeah. Like, she, I, he, we are reporting history, what happened. It's history. He Jamal literally Murray. tweeted a picture of him no, receiving. He posted uh, it on his Instagram. Uh, <laughs> a video. <laughs> oh. Do you think, do you think it was Instagram red? Like, you know, you record or was it, no, it was, camera roll? No, it's, and then remember, he accidentally uploaded it. I think it's, you know how live used to be like. You, it was on live. No, it wasn't live. Wasn't it? No, he posted. Can it. you imagine people joining? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, my mom. <laughs> Whatever. Um, what are we talking about? Wendell. I'm cool yeah. with Wendell. I like Wendell. I think he's he's got a high IQ. I mean, he, turn on the lights, turn on the lights. I think he's got it. But my not just bigger. And, I agree yeah. that we shouldn't be playing the guys that we know you're sealing and it's not going to move the needle for us. Yeah. So let's let's try something new. Yes. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? Oh, silver linings. Should we move into silver linings from well, the Nuggets game? Or I else? just have one other like big picture thing about yes. the Denver matchup. I feel like I've been like pretty negative on the Denver matchup and I just want to provide a little context as to why mm-hmm. I think that. I think the series is probably going to go four or five games and not be like particularly close. Once again, I think that's fine. I think yeah. that's not the disaster. The we, disaster we already yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
First off, I think people are reading way too much into Denver's poor finish to the season because they've been the one seed forever, and it's just really hard to get motivated to play games that don't matter at the mm. end of the season. So yeah, sure, they were 12 and 11 over the last 23 games, and they still won the West by like four games. Yeah. Um, And then also Denver is just... They're I've good. See, I've been seeing a lot of people like saying this is a good matchup for the Wolves. I don't see it. They're like the... They're like the worst matchup for the Wolves because they can get out in transition and kill you, which is like bullet with a bullet. Number one way to beat the Wolves is to just get out in transition. And they're the only team really that can do that at a high level that they don't have a massive size advantage against Yeah, because Nikola Jokic is standing in the middle of everything. So like OKC has this like massive advantage of getting out in transition against the Wolves. But the counter to that is the Wolves have this massive advantage they can press of being bigger than them. The Wolves aren't bigger than the Nuggets, and they can get out in transition just as effectively would, as those teams. Would your outlook change if Nas and Jaden were healthy? I was, was going to say that's a that's, that's a the huge, difference maker yeah. because we have a better bench or we have a we had a better bench. We did. I think it may be – I think it's like obviously – closer games maybe the series goes six i just the transition defense has been bad all season when cat and rudy have played and Mm -hmm. that's denver's whole thing Mm -hmm. is getting out in transition and scoring um and they're going to spread you out and shoot the lights out yeah (laughs) and and just nikola Jokic is one of the best players in the world he's also a bitch he complains way more than Cad. Don't I, I also to... just want to acknowledge everyone's complaining and about that Jokic video and saying that it was a travel. Uh, it's it wasn't a travel. Oh, I thought you were gonna say when he tried to murder Anthony Edwards. Yeah, on when he tried TV. to murder Anthony Edwards, that was when dumb. he, he double armed clothesline him. When yeah, he did like, oh, that, sorry, he's weak. When he did like the the crazy like jump stop, I thought his finish. right foot was the pivot. No, so was that his he, gather? He doesn't gather. You don't. You're not gathered until you have both feet on the both hands on the ball, both feet on the ball. <laughs> I've never gathered. <laughs> um, so like he does the jump stop with one hand on the ball, lands with two feet, gathers with two hands on the ball, then he drops steps into a layup. It's mm. not a travel. I need to, the gather is what trips me up. So it's the same concept as like the James Harden step yeah, back. The, as long as you don't have your second hand on the ball, you're still dribbling. Okay. Yeah. It and just, then once you pick it up, lines. once you pick it up, you have your, you establish your pivot foot and then you can jump off of the other foot, but you have to shoot or pass. It was a great move. I just look at it and go, eh, but maybe it was so good that you, that's, those are the best moves, right? Yeah. Yeah. I w- I've seen it in slow motion. It wasn't a travel. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind the travel. I do mind just uh, how much he gets away with on the offensive end. Again, I say this every show. I tweet it every time it happens. But if Cat did anything that Jokic did, he would be sent to freaking Alcatraz, like <laughs> like just murder. It's not a thing. Um, <laughs> yes, they'd reinstate Alcatraz just for him. Um, I bad news. I googled is Nikola Jokic a bad guy, and it's. There's nothing supporting it. I want I want you to be right. 
Okay, we gotta type some. Does he have a Aside Twitter? from, I mean, like he. No, Nicole Jokic does not have a Twitter. No, no way. Um, he, he, he said he he just like loves horses and Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> Damn dang it. it, he likes Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Now. During like the All Star break, they were like, "What are you gonna do during your time off?" He's like, "Probably just sit at home and watch Pokemon." That's awesome. <laughs> so he's just a guy. He's just a big baby. That's Glenn, a, a, ma- a massive man, and he's got acne on his arms, and his ble- who among us? his nose is bleeding constantly. That's, What's up with that? I don't know, dude. It happened yesterday too. I was like, "What are you? Are you leading with your nose? Uh, are, you, are you trying to get it?" No, I don't even know what to make of that. So let's talk about silver linings from yesterday's destruction, if there are any. What are the, what are the silver linings? Um, I kind of liked Cat's aggression again in the first half. It looked even if the shots weren't falling, I, I liked um, his trying to get there again, and I even liked his first his passing in the first half. Second half passing was very bad um, for everyone I, on the team. I liked that he was trying to get him, himself and his teammates going, and we also got the "it's that time" meme. Yeah, it's that time. Remember, I liked, I remember liked that. silver linings. The silver next, linings. The next segment is what we can do. Well, better. so I think I, I I do like Cat trying to get himself. Going. It was quick. I think he was. I think he was almost too quick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could see. Like that. everything felt rushed and forced with him in the first half. Like he, he that first like really deep three he shot. It I was wanted like, it so bad. It felt. It, really I don't jitter, didn't think it was. A, yeah, I didn't think it was a bad shot. I think it just like everything happened too fast. Yeah, I think they. I think they were playing with a lot of nervous energy, and so it was like kind of forcing it, not like settling in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, my silver linings for yesterday was um, we lowered the bar as <laughs> low as it can get. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, knock did, on wood. You didn't watch the last time we played <laughs> the Nuggets. I know. Hey, uh, Huncho J-Man tweeted out a nice little uh, statistical analysis about how this was the worst offensive possession or uh, offensive rating of the whole year so even yeah. worse than the clippers shout out game. even shout worse out. than the clippers game where austin yes. Rivers started a yes point guard. i know i know dane talked about that on God, the my too. uncle was at the game and i had to text him i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah, like, you're this, watching this, this is that this was, is a vacuum don't very embarrassing don't take anything yeah. Out of, but yeah um the, the bar is very lowered um and then also we just learned all of the things that we should do better and so that's um, nice. We can do yeah. we can do those things next game, and then we'll win. Yeah, my silver lining, kind of on a similar vein to yours, Derp, mm-hmm. is that that game is over. We never have to think about <laughs> it, it again. It is over. <laughs> Sometimes they show uh, replays, though. Did you like seeing Ant show brief signs of life? A little bit of downhill. Ant was back. Am I being too positive? I saw a little bit of. It. I was like, "There's old Ant." I saw from his. January. I saw his final stat line, and I was like, "I would not have said he scored 18 points in this game." Um, it was nice but, to see him hit his setback three to get to the rim, do some cool layups, and watch him he go went, in. He he went from I'm, not totally I, back. Yeah, but I a mean, I bit. just I just really like view that that game was just like total system failure. It was bad. Yeah. Um, I think that that's just a flush it, move on game. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it. I mean, it's clear that Ant's not a hundred percent. It looks like he's like. Yeah. I, I do think that everything failed yesterday, but it just seems like he's just not himself. Is that because Cat yeah. and Rudy are back and there's that's, no more room? That's what I. That's what I don't know. I'm a little yeah. because, concerned because like the Pelicans game in the second half when yeah. he was superhuman Ant carrying us to the mm-hmm. eight seed. Rudy Gobert was conspicuously off the court. Yeah, yeah. So when we got those two, it just hasn't. Yeah, it, we got it just right. hasn't worked yet with all three of them together. Yeah. Um, and Which, the sample size is still kind of small, but 
we haven't really seen any progress. Yeah. And it seems to be getting worse. Like the second Rudy goes off and then Ant and Cat go to all NBA offensive form, it's like, oh God, <laughs> yeah, know, what have we done? Yeah, ex- except Rudy and Ant, I know that the Rudy and Ant like one-on-one chemistry hasn't worked. Like Rudy doesn't like get a ton of, ass- I mean, Ant doesn't get a ton of assists to Rudy and all that stuff. But all-star Ant, like the ascension of Ant happened when he was playing with Rudy Gobert yeah. all through the middle of the season. So I don't know if it's a if it's an ant can't play with Rudy and ant can only play with cat thing as much of it's maybe just ant can only play with one center like the, a lot of NBA space, players. Yeah, spacing issues that we're having. Yeah. Um, I also think he clearly like he succeeds well in transition and we just haven't had a lot of that over the past few games. We just don't even like try to push it in transition. Yeah. Cause right when, now. cause we, we stall, like he gets there, the spacing is weird. And when he has the ball in his hand, like that happened a few times where either we pass around the arc and just people keep passing out of open looks for some reason. What's up with that? That was so weird. No one wanted to take a shot. And then um, they passed it up for a way worse contested as the shot clock. Yeah. Expired. The only transition we had was Mike Conley bombing it with his offhand to Cat, who immediately throws an oop to Rudy. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was was amazing. that was like that was the peak vibes. <laughs> yeah. This is Mike looking. I didn't, I didn't realize it was offhand until yeah. like a little bit later. Well, but I was like, he's Whoa. actually naturally right-handed. Yeah. That's, why, that's why he shoots all his floaters right-handed. Oh my God, this guy keeps getting better and better. That's why he's my favorite Timberwolf of all time. Who is, did you see the tweet where it was like, he's actually naturally right-handed, but he shoots left. And there was somebody, I think it's, somebody on our team is right-handed, but they, or they're naturally left-handed, but they shoot right. Was it? Uh, I have no I idea. I don't know who that is. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this pod. Yeah. Tweet us <laughs> at no pants crunch if you know. Uh, what do the Wolves need to do to not be embarrassed again? We touched on this oh, one already. It. They need to stagger Cat and Rudy. Rudy cannot move. He is broken. I hope he doesn't play FIBA this summer because that man needs to rest and just watch Get a new back. He needs a new back. I think you can kind of be like, hey, Rudy's hurt. He's coming off the bench. I don't know how Rudy's going to take that. Yeah. Uh, What do you guys make of staggering them or trying to figure that out? They can start together, but then you got to start together. We have to in this series. Yeah. I mean, it's all, but it's really, really hard to stagger them. If we only have seven guys yeah. that can yeah. play, right? Um, I just think, man, I hate how negative I sound on this pod. I, I mean, well, we're I talking just about getting think, better. I just don't think there. I don't think there's an answer. I I think you think just, we're just gonna keep being embarrassed. Well, I don't think they're gonna. I'll say again. Yesterday was like total system failure. I think they can be better than that if they just shoot the ball better. Like even with the flow being funky. I don't think it's realistic to expect cat to shoot that poorly again. I think we're probably in for at least one like good ant game mm-hmm. at some point. <clears throat> like they'll, they'll be able to compete in that way, but it's really hard to get to the lineups you want when, whenever some, whenever Nate Knight or Jordan McLaughlin or Austin Rivers comes on the floor, it's just an immediate one minute long 11 0 run. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Yeah. It's unfortunately, we just, that's what it is. We have, we no, don't, more, we we have don't, no more players. No. Like, all yeah. we can say is just try the things that we didn't do yesterday. 
Um, but also there is something to be said about like, I just, I hope that we don't shoot 37% from the field the whole series. Yeah. yeah. Which or like we, what? Sub 50 it seems like, I, I know it's so, it's hard because this isn't the team that we played with all year. We're missing two very key role players in Nas and Jaden, but it just seems like we're too resilient to go four games and out. Resilience. He's back on it. I know. Um, I just think, like I said, I said earlier, I think we just need to lean into variance. Like, yeah, I agree. Try weird shit. Yeah. Why not? It could also be great for <laughs> Wendell what, what, and uh, not to one, learn. One, 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 one zone. Well, one, I, one, like, one, 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 yeah. One, 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 like, one, like, one, like, one, like one, just one, do, one, one, just do weird stuff. Because that's the only one, way. One three one yeah. zone. Give them the baseline. <laughs> we're we're switching Give up them the baseline. Backcourt guard, front court, front court guard. A back zone court. defense against Nikola Jokic is <laughs> insanity. <laughs> I want Conley down by the block. I want Cat guarding the perimeter. I want Gobert. Yeah, we want a Finch masterclass. Something yes. weird. Yeah, um, I, we kind of touched on this. They need to stay aggressive and decisive. The stars came out the gate hot, and they were making. Smart, easy plays. Then they stop making the smart, easy plays. Like you said, Durf, take the open shot, uh, play quickly, and just play fundamental basketball. The Nuggets play nice, fundamental, smart basketball. Everyone knows the role. Everyone knows what they're doing. And the Wolves, again, they're doing that flow offense. And I don't think this team... Who who tweeted that? I think it was Subcommandante Marcus was like, the Wolves are trying to play jazz and they have a great foundation for a rock band. Like, let's do some set plays and just yeah. try and, you know, we might need to be a little bit more controlled. Um, so that's one yeah. thing. And do you have anything to add to that, Brandon? Yeah, I you just don't, don't like think, it. I don't think that's the best way to get the most out of your like the the future of your franchise, Anthony Edwards. Like yeah. I, that might be a way to like maximize this eight one playoff matchup. That even if you do that, I don't think you're gonna win. And maybe that's just like the maybe that's just a the downfall of the trade that they made and the roster that they've constructed, but well, it's a horrible downfall. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's conducive to the best version of Anthony Edwards. Is yeah, but like, that's just for this series though. It's just for this series. Yeah. I mean, you like, can't just like, no, that'll stunt him forever, but you can't just He'll remember. You can't yeah. just like, I mean, it might, you can't just like build up a yeah. crazy, a crazy effective set play offense out of nowhere. That's true. And I don't, I would or rather more PNR and attack Jokic. I would rather we should be doing. That. I would rather yeah. lose this series 4-0 and be like empowering Anthony Edwards to do the things that we need him to do down the road in the playoffs than just like spamming Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert pick and roll to try to like squeeze a win or two out of this. Or four. Or four. <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't oh. want to win the championship like, like we I, said. I, we like would. I love Mike Conley, yeah. but. He's got two years left, probably. Yeah, but like, I really, I would rather like Anthony Edwards continue taking playoff lumps, doing things that are conducive to his development in this environment than trying to like squeeze every last ounce of efficiency out of it. I just don't want to be embarrassed on Twitter again, dude. I have 47 Timberwolves jerseys, guys. (laughs) If we get swept, (laughs) it's bad. You have 47. I I I have 48. I bought Jeff Teague today. And that says a lot because I hate Jeff Teague. You have 47 (laughs) down on the Wolves. And that's impressive. I don't think they're going to get swept. My best guess is... They lose Six on games. Wednesday. I think it's five games. I think they lose on Wednesday. They win one of the two at Target Center, and mm-hmm. then they lose on the road. The Nuggets are so good at home. Yeah. <laughs> They're like 35 and 6 at home. <clears throat> yeah, you know who was else good at home? Uh, you, know, you know who else was good at home? Golden State, and we beat them yeah. at their arena. So that means through the transit property, we're going to win. We're going to win. That um, is the one... 
the one feather in the cap, the one vote of confidence of like maybe they can do this is who the hell knows with this team? <laughs> That's I what I'm saying. Know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 42 times this year, we were like, oh, they're not going to win this game. That's and, like, and then they every won. single game we were like, like nope, they're not going to win. Like they've. They've they've dealt with so much adversity this season, it's and so it's like weird. all self inflicted adversity. So yeah. this isn't just like credit to them. It's also like you did a lot of this to yourself. But like a sixteen year old, they have they have pulled more impossible wins out of their ass than I can even count. Like yeah, like the Timberwolves. The whole season has just been like like we said, mad inconsistent, yeah. back and forth. What are you gonna get? get? Forty two. Go ahead. You know. You know what actually is very consistent? You can rely on every single freaking time. Joe Mama Salsa. That was a better transition than the Denver Nuggets transition offense. Am I right? That that would not have been good. But Joe Mama's is always good, right? They're an independent and local salsa company. You can find their products right here locally at Cub Foods or Hy-Vee. Or you can have the salsa shipped directly to you if you go to JoeMamas.com. J-O-M-O-M-M-A-S. It's a magic carpet ride for your mouth. Okay. <laughs> I can show you. I can show you. I can show you. Quality salsa. So their flavors: original Mama's Baby. That's the mild mango pineapple. You know my no, freaking. You know thoughts. my thoughts. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Roasted garlic and smoking hot mama. So there's something everyone in the family will love. Okay. Uh, let's see what else is there. The fundraising. We've talked about yeah, that a billion times. And you can fundraise with Joe Mama's salsa as opposed to really nasty frozen pizzas. Uh, so JoeMamas.com, J-O-M-O-M-M-A-S, or Cub Foods or hy V. Brandon, you have any thoughts about Joe Mama's? You want to, You had hand motions going on. I thought you wanted to say something. Oh, Joe Mama's salsa, good. It's so freaking good. Hot take, good. Um, do you mind if I do one more? Because I don't think we have a natural spot for another one. Another ad read. Yeah, it's back to back it. That's back to back. Well, that's back to back like the Wolves play in championships. Uh, actually, no. Let's go into the playoff bracket. Okay, can I say one? Okay, this is, I just want to say one thing about what we need to do not to get embarrassed. Yeah. We need to win. Um, no. <laughs> we need Inspired. To, we need to make quicker decisions. We need to play better transition defense. Yes. That's just that easy. Impossible. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Wolves play good transition defense. Impossible. Trees, get up and walk away while you're at it. Um, and was that we, a Cat and Rudy joke? We need trees. To, nice. Yeah, it was. And also the trim. Um, and we need to find a tertiary scorer. Mike because Conley. I know it needs well, to be I guess he's number two. He, or Jalen. Well, I'm just Noel. saying like you have Kat and Ant are your two like I guess. scorers. No, only one but of like, them go at a time. Yeah, exactly. They never, yeah, they that's never true, play that's well true. together. But we just need to find a third guy on the team that can score. Yeah, and it's, it's it has to be Conley. He's the only one it's so, of it. it's, it's so Or Jalen Noel. Or well, TP if he could figure out how to shoot a whatever. basketball no. after that one. He blew his 30. load in the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. He shot the rest of that. They were yeah, like, but this that was many, legendary. This is so how many three-pointers you get for the rest of the year. Use yeah. them all up in one game. I'll take it. I, it was yeah. a very good game. Okay, we're going to go through the 2023 NBA playoffs bracket. There's three of us. So we're just going to vote and see who is going to win. And we'll go through the entire bracket and... Uh, we'll see who we think is going to win the NBA Finals this year. When we say our winner, let's keep it to a sentence, okay? Who's going to be the person that votes for the Timberwolves in the Nuggets one? I'm not sure if any of us will. Oh, I was hoping just one of us would be. I think guy. it'll probably be me. <laughs> uh, okay. Eastern Conference, Milwaukee, Miami. Miami's up 1-0. 
who wants to vote for Milwaukee? I mean, yeah, I, I do. I do. Okay. Yes. Um, but Giannis hurt his back yesterday, mm -hmm. so we'll see. We'll see what if happens. Giannis is if in Giannis world, is out. Yeah. That's that's in a, a world whole where he plays. Series. Then yes, Bucks. But also Tyler Hero broke his hand. You see that Bucks and yeah. six. But I don't really think Tyler Hero is that important. He can be good sometimes. Their offense, their uh, Miami's offense stinks. With Tyler Hero. Max, Max, so who cares? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Max Struss, world beater. All right, so next up we have... How do, Can I make this go live? Nah, shit. Are you talking... Uh, next series is uh, Boston. Uh, uh, no, yeah. Cleveland and New York is what I'm looking at. Cleveland, Cleveland and New York. York. Cleveland's the four. New York's the five. I go Cleveland because they have Ricky Rubio. My <laughs> heart my heart says the New York Knicks. I hate to say this because... It's Tibbs. I hate Tom Thibodeau, but... The Knicks are awesome. Knicks are, <laughs> I like Randall. I do think the Knicks are going to pull it out. Okay. I'm picking, so, I'm picking the Knicks. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Next we have Philly and Brooklyn. Philly. What's the score of the Philly-Brooklyn game right now? That's the plan right now? Yeah. Oh, there. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick Philly, What's too. What's the score? Tell me before yeah. I vote. Philly's up eight. Okay, then Philly. <laughs> I'll say There's Philly. no way they come back from that eight point. So, and then, and then lastly, we have Boston, Atlanta, Boston. Boston, Boston, very Boston in three. Atlanta is so bad. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not great. The Hawks are on the sideline like uh, Bugs Bunny and all of them in Space Jam. So, neck braces. Let's keep going through the Eastern Conference. We have Milwaukee versus who was the winner of Cleveland and New York? That was the Knicks. Oh, yeah. The Knicks. So, we have Milwaukee and Knicks. Who's winning? I say Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. We have Philly versus Boston. Boston. Boston, and we have because oh, I didn't even get to vote. But well, well, you, you suck. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Boston. Okay. So we have the one and two matchup coming out of the East: Milwaukee or Boston. Who do you got? Uh, Is that a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Final? Um, I think it was. I think it's. I think it's. Was Boston. that the Was that the Eastern Conference Final? I think it's Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee. Ooh, okay, you're the deciding vote here. You're the swing mm -hmm. vote. What do you think? Make your case. I have, I have. There's more love in my heart for Milwaukee. Because I mean, no, I'd prefer Milwaukee. Milwaukee but is I, cool. I think but it's they have, and they have Giannis. They have the best player in the world. Yeah, He's yeah, but one of the ten best players ever. Yeah, but he got his back removed or something, didn't you just say? Yeah. I think that'd be Milwaukee. I'm, I'm Milwaukee's going to the finals. I, I hope you're right. They're my, they're my second team. You know. All right, moving to the West. Denver and Minnesota. Minnesota. Denver. <laughs> Okay. Wait, I didn't vote yet. Yeah, you Don't did. do it. Um, Phoenix <laughs> and the Clippers. Phoenix. This Phoenix should waltz to the Western Conference Finals, but I'm not sure they're going to. Yeah, I don't want to over. I don't want to overreact to one game. Yeah, but they can't lose the Clippers. The Clippers Russell Westbrook went three for nineteen, yeah. but yeah. he was like cool. It was like a cool, impactful Russ game. It was the best three for nineteen yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> did you know Russell? They, they did some research on this. Russell Westbrook has the most three for nineteen games in NBA. No, no way. He's All got the, four of them. That's like a Scorigami stat. Yeah. Like just um, the most obscure. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick Phoenix too, but mm -hmm. I think that series is going to be closer than we're giving credit. Too and I yeah, think I think it'll be close. I think Phoenix is being a little overrated. How? I think we do this thing with Kevin Durant where every team Kevin Durant is on, we're like, well, they're the favorites to win the title. And except for the year that he played with Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, it's never happened. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and, but maybe it'll be different this time. <laughs> maybe. Like, like I think Kevin Durant is a terrific player, and yeah, he made the Suns a lot better, and they certainly could win the finals, but this happened in Brooklyn too. Like the moment he was on the Brooklyn, everyone That's was kind like of a Kyrie thing. Well, yeah, but 
it happened. We yeah, did, that's like, true. They didn't win anything when they were in OKC either. Like the, the Clippers, just to me, the Clippers seem like the way more volatile between the two teams, and they have yeah. a better bench. Where, where I, you're like, you could win or you could lose by twenty. Yeah, it's hard to I bet against know. Kawhi, but it's easy to bet. Yeah, I was gonna say the Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. Paul George isn't playing. Yeah, yeah, I know that's why I stopped. Saying and that. the Clips do have a better bench. Playoff than Phoenix. Paul. Yeah. yeah, but again, Phoenix, I mean, has, Phoenix has Devin Phoenix Booker has, and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah, Phoenix has three of the four best players. Does the yeah. Did the Suns not have a bench anymore? I haven't looked they're, at their roster. They're, no. they're, they're depth is, they hemorrhaged everyone for... Yeah. Well, they, they didn't have great depth before the KD trade. Now it's even, and it's now very it's even worse. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Kings versus Warriors. Warriors and five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking, I'm picking the, Kings. the Kings. I think the Kings are... Yeah. The Kings are... This, this, guy, this is the type of thing that you should be all about. The Kings are being like hilariously slept on by the national media. They were the third best team in the Western Conference all year and they're being the war they're being they're picked, picked as underdogs. Nah, their yeah. fans are mean to the Timberwolves on Twitter. I don't they're care. being picked as underdogs against a team that won eleven road games all season. This guy hates and them. So the Warriors have to win at mm. least one road game to win this series. You know what? I'm in on the Kings. I don't yes. like Draymond. I don't like Draymond. I don't, like Draymond. <laughs> I don't want to side with Draymond. This guy's pro-monarchy now. Yeah, I'm back. All right. Um, uh, and then, yes. Go ahead. No, I was going to move on to Memphis. The Sixers Lakers. cut the lead to five, so that might be a swing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Memphis and Lakers, who can they, can they both lose? <laughs> I'm going to go Dylan go Brooks against, is the loser I'm going to go against my... This is not me saying I think the Lakers are good because I still don't think the Lakers are good. They're a but confounding team because they can be very the good. Jaw, the jaw injury is big. and The injury. The injury. <laughs> um, and Anthony Davis is a really tough matchup for Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Um, who commit, like not having Steven Adams in that series is going to really hurt them. Um, so I think that the Lakers have a really good chance in that series. I think I go Lakers too because I believe in D'Angelo Russell. Well, I do not believe in D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that's still Lakers my friend. Too. Oh wow! Okay, Sorry, my wife is Facetiming me. Oh my god! All right, next up we have Denver versus Phoenix in the semis. I Jokic is a bad matchup. Well, can, can, is Aiden is Aiden a defender? I don't even know what the yeah, name I of can't that guy speak. Yeah, DeAndre Aiden or Augie. Uh, hold on, on. Augie, <laughs> plug your ears. We need. Uh, should we Facetime him and get an analysis real so, quick? He's probably uh, parenting. Is he like? Is he a Phoenix Suns fan? Yeah, first? yeah, yeah, yeah. First, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's from Phoenix. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pick Denver in that series. I'm <gasps> really high on Denver. I think Denver is really yeah, good. Yeah, that's a mountain joke. That's an altitude. Yeah, joke. I was just gonna say. <laughs> so Denver in a weed joke. I am also gonna pick Denver because I think they're gonna win. I think Phoenix has cooler jerseys, and they have Kevin Durant, and he's a really good player. He is. It's very hard to bet <laughs> against Kevin Durant. Every team that has Kevin Durant, has every won the team championship. that's had KD is always a. Every runner. team that's had KD has been the favorite to win the championship. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That it's matters. only ever happened when he played with Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. That's all that matters if you talk to the TNT crew. Anyway, uh, Sacramento versus LA. That's an interesting. Matchup Sacramento in five. Who'd you say they're playing? Uh, the Lakers, <laughs> Sacramento all day, baby. Yeah, they'll run them out the gym because the Lakers have no defense. <laughs> no, the Lakers defense is awesome. Is it actually? Yeah, the Lakers that's the one thing is the Lakers. No, defense. it's not. Yeah, the Lakers have had the best defense in the NBA since like the how since like 2023 uh, because of Anthony Kev, Davis. Yeah, I was gonna say AD. <laughs> they actually have bad defense. No, they have um, good defense. Austin, or, sorry, they have good Austin defense. Reeves. I don't know. Is he Anthony good Davis. They have Anthony Davis and Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> I guess their defense has been really good. Wow, yeah. I was tripping. Imagine putting 
It's the offense that Vanderbilt has been bad. next to a defensive-minded uh, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. Um, but wow. I think Sacramento can. Sacramento doesn't need to do a ton of work in the paint, which is where like the Lakers like thrive at protecting the paint. I think Sacramento can just kill them, like run them out of the gym. Wait, why do I think the Lakers have bad defense? That's because like when the Wolves play them, we just kind of go on little runs. Well. You do know we didn't score in the last six minutes that's of the, the last game. That's the spacing them. was so bad. That seems more self-inflicted than Lakers inflicted. They had, well, the they spacing some... was bad though because they didn't have like Anthony Davis was lurking. So I think okay. I think what you're thinking of is that they they're bad offensively, so that it's close. Like, the, the scores uh, are close. I mean, the yeah. Lakers so it's still like 107 okay. to 100. The Lakers can the Lakers can put together like a pretty ferocious like Dennis Schroeder. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, Anthony Davis, okay. like trio that of makes, defenders. I don't know why I didn't put that together. I don't know how people watch so many games every day. You, look who you're talking yeah, to. I have, <laughs> I have so much Beck time on my hands. Beck hasn't missed a game this year of any team. That's so freaking hot. Uh, okay, we got... I watch a lot more Western Conference than so we do Eastern Sacramento's winning yeah. because there's an offensive powerhouse. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but can Sabonis handle AD like that? I think Sabonis... I mean, not defensively, he certainly can't, but it's just a math he is problem. Quick. It's just a math yeah. problem. Like, D'Angelo Russell cannot play mm-hmm. in a series against the Sacramento Kings. Like, they try to hide him on, like, Kevin Herter or is that something. Why is that why you're paying, uh, picking Sacramento? He's the swing. I mean, um, I really don't believe in D'Angelo Russell as a playoff player. The the discourse of the fans, that Lakers fans are like, oh, my gosh, they're already at, up to here. <laughs> I can't believe D-Mo. it. He had a good game. He actually had a very good game one. He has. But they're starting to notice the thing that things that you don't see on the stat sheet that we see every, yeah. every game. Um, so in the semis, we have Denver. Or no, in the conference final, we have Denver versus uh, – in Sacramento, Denver, yeah, Denver. Uh, d- my vote doesn't matter. Denver, uh, Sacramento being Sacramento's defense is really going to be a problem against Denver. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a massacre. Uh, Denver, Milwaukee in the finals. I think it might be Denver, Milwaukee. Do we have ones across the board? Yes, we or? do. We did. We took a lot of bold choices wow. here, guys. Just, Good thing we did this exercise. I don't know. I don't know if you've watched the NBA I before, know. but it's a very chalky tournament. I, I know. I, I just had that whole point about. No, I. I don't think like. It, there's only been like a small handful of teams below two seeds that have ever won the championship. I just meant like really? the, the yeah. matchup wow. being ones. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I agree with the matchup. Um, so we have Denver versus. Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're the swing vote. Jally picked Denver. I picked Milwaukee. Let me think of the matchup. Um, I can't. Let me think of Milwaukee. As side. long as, as yeah, as long as Giannis is playing, then yeah. um, it's Bobby Portis. He's gonna. He's the swing for me. Speaking ah, of people, Brooke speaking Lopez of people I would I die for. I love Bobby, Bobby Portis. <laughs> Hang on. So good. I'm switching my vote to the Bucks. Okay. I looked at the <laughs> roster and I got really excited by Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez finished second in the defensive player of the Brooke year. Lopez I a love that. Their team is it, like, not only is it great, it's just fun. Like yeah. there's so much fun to I watch. also, I really like Myers Leonard. <laughs> also, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Don't let Chad GBT hear you. <laughs> Dude, I bet you Wisconsin loves having Myers Leonard. <laughs> I tweeted hey, this. They're I, a swing state. I tweeted yeah. this when they signed Myers Leonard. I was like, the Bucks have like the widest likability spectrum in the league. 
league yeah. because on one end they have Grayson Myers, Allen. Leonard, and Grayson Allen, and then on the other hand they have Giannis and Drew Holiday yeah. and Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. This is a very, very likable team. You know what else is super likable? Having amazing hair. Thanks to Duke Cannon. Take your hair and hygiene to the next level with Duke Cannon, all right? It's a Minnesota company that makes hard-working grooming products for hard-working guys. Hard-working men. <laughs> uh, they got deodorants, beard care products, body wash, hair care, and more. Do I need to talk about the freaking viscous, oh, the thick, thick body wash? No. I, we have I mean, we've, thick, it's thick, thick body wash. It's a thick, thick body wash. It exfoliates you. We don't need to talk about that. They also have the big ass bar. I think that's their product name. The big, the ass, big bar. ass bar. It's for, it's for ass. cleaning your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you could. It's a bar of soap. It's for cleaning many going, things. Going, going to the grocery store no, back one, and forth on my... Ass soap specifically. It's, yeah, for your donkey. <laughs> oh my God. Your donkey. Oh, you guys are cursing over here? Yeah. I'm a big Bay Rum guy. Derf is the fan. Rum Bay? Of, <laughs> Rum Bay. The Bay Rum scent. Derf is a naval diplomacy guy. Yes, sir. Um, I've been using their. I forgot what the name of the product is, but it's a, it's like for my hair. I know I have long hair so, and it's in a bun right now, but it helps me. I push it back and I get a nice flow going to it. You mean like? Uh, I think you took some. Did you take some? Or you're t- it's not soap, right? You're talking. It's about not soap. Like it's like a, it's like a gel. It's like a gel. Oh, I didn't. I didn't it's have. Like a, it's like a, a cream. Whatever. I love it. I have used it before, though. It's good. Yes. Get yours at Target or DukeCannon.com. If you go the digital route, pull tab ten is your promo code to get ten percent off. DukeCannon.com. All right. We are landing the plane of this episode with Random Wolf of the Week. Wow. Okay, here's the deal. Arwow. I totally made the clues by myself. No help from any. Yeah, you didn't do service. chat GPT. Yeah, no Totally way. normal thing to say before you. I totally That's what you would always say if you had done that too. Yes, so that makes I sense. I always stipulate. So uh, it's time for your guys' magical bonus guess that you can do before the game officially starts. Do you have any thoughts? Cause I have a, I have one. Um, if you have one fire away, is it Mike Conley? No, I love Mike Conley though. He's my favorite player. <laughs> I was going to say Will Conroy. Sister. So we're on the same. Is it Tim Connolly? <laughs> does it have con in it? Wait, do, if we specified, can it be in the front office or does it have to they be? They have to be players that played at least it's, one game. It's time for random <laughs> administrative <laughs> member of the week. Like, uh, and Gupta. It's uh, Chad Jacobson. He's one of the data analysts in the front office. Really Chad Jacobson's guy. a guy that works for Star Trek. Chad GPT. Really do, you just, do you just throw Chad Jacobson? Yeah, I totally made that. No up. way. He's a, guy, he's a guy that works for Star Tribune. Friend of mine. <laughs> Uh, we'd, we'd buy ads for tag him. him. When tag I, worked, him in the I love Chad. Episode. I miss Chad. He's a Star Wars and Wolves guy. I so we got along very Chad well. Chad Hutchinson, but isn't that a Dude, ex- we, NFL quarterback? All right, let's get okay. on to the game. <laughs> really Clue that one up. number one. This number player one. was a member of the NBA's all-rookie first team in 1994 and has won three NBA championships throughout his career. You guys are going to get in two. I guarantee it. The NBA all-rookie team in 1994 and has won three and won three championships. Let me double check this. How many, did, how many did KG win? <laughs> he wasn't that um, early. Yeah, it's think. not KG, and he only won one championship. Um, who? So it's probably not somebody super polarizing. No, wait. You said so. He's on the rookie team, but if he won three, I imagine it's probably not an, a super obvious one. Right? Uh, is it uh, Antoine Walker? It's not Antoine Walker. That's a great guess, though. Was that your official guess? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yes. Clue, clue number two. Prior to his NBA career, this player played college basketball at Florida State University and was selected to the All-ACC first team in 93. He was also inducted into the Florida State Hall of Fame in 97 and the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame in 2021. This is when you get it. That 
Brandon's getting it. I believe in him. So I don't much. know any Florida basketball players from the yeah. 90s because I didn't watch a lot of basketball. All rookie team in 1994, <clears throat> but they didn't necessarily have to play with the Wolves at that point. Also, it doesn't. Yeah, he didn't necessarily have to be on the team when he was on the all rookie team. So, um, this guy probably played from like into like the early 2000s. Why did it take till 2021 to? Induct him into the. Maybe he was in jail. Okay, guys who were in jail. Maybe he was canceled. Um, um, I'm thinking like maybe. Uh, this is your wheelhouse. Sam Cassell. You're right. Oh, Sam I told you yeah. you get after two. I told you get after two. Three championships. He won one in Boston. That's the only one I know. And then the team. He oh, was, he won with. Uh, he won with the Rockets. Yep, ninety four and ninety five. It was his yeah. rookie year. Oh, um, okay. My other clues were fifteen point seven points a game, six assists per game, three point two rebounds, and forty five percent from the field, thirty eight percent from beyond the arc. And among point guards with at least ten thousand career points, this player ranks seventh all time in points per game, only behind Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, and Oscar Robinson. That might be old. That Greatest be, Wolves um, point guard of all time. You think so? You we had, we Con- had to have that That's debate. Mike Conley's bag That's now. Mike Conley now. Someday. Get that out of here. Someday. <laughs> yeah. And then number, the, the fifth clue Chad GBT came up with was, this player was known for his unique on-court demeanor, often making a big balls gesture <laughs> after hitting clutch shots. Uh, thank you, Chad GBT. Okay. We are at the end of the show. What else should we talk about? Anything else? Um, the season of succession's been pretty good. Wait, hang on. Let's talk um, about so we, it's it's Nuggets in five, right? That's what the consensus that, is. That's that's my thought. My that's my well. ceiling is six, but yeah, it's gonna be. Five. If it goes to six, successful. If it goes series. to six, we're gonna. My win the ceiling whole thing. is Wolves in five. Ooh, <laughs> I want to. <laughs> they won their one game. Now we get to turn on the Jets. I really want to fear is my fear is the mind killer my way out of this to a to to where I was last year, but just like. It's been such a roller coaster. It's, it's, I'm so tired. It's so hard for me to definitively be like, "Oh yeah, we're dead," because we ha- yeah. we've had so many moments. We have this year. six playable players, though. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I'm just, I'm just at peace and just ready to wipe the slate clean. Oh yeah, for sure. I mostly mean like if you look at um, the genetics of our team, in that we are a Minnesota basketball team, and if there's one thing we know about Minnesota sports, is that. When you when you want to stop caring, they're like, "Here's a little bit of hope injected into your veins." So now you, you know, hope in my veins. That's what. Um, all right. So, so they're gonna. It's. I'm just saying. There's. They got one more oomph in them. They got one more fun. One more thrust. Yeah. Do them. something cool. Do one, one more. more thrust. Ooh. Um, if you like the podcast or if you absolutely hate it, make sure you leave a review. Five or one stars. No twos, no threes, no fours. Okay? Say something and stand on it. Also, make sure you follow us on social media, mostly on Twitter, frankly, at No Pants Crunch, but also on Instagram and TikTok, at No Pants Crunch. I promise those videos are coming, guys. <laughs> I will chop them up. Someday. Someday. I'm a goose. Uh, what else is there to plug? Oh, yeah. PoltabSports.com. Make it your homepage. We love you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.